When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Good morning, everyone, and welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell for this Wednesday morning. It's the 1st of June already, 2022. Daniel Pedigree with you for the next hour. Hope you're all well. Middle of the week and a big show as per usual between now and 6 a.m. Before Vossie and James Magnuson this morning through 11.70 Sydney and Padden Hills through SENQ and 1620 Gold Coast. Got some live sport. We'll be across in just a second. A lot going on in the world of rugby league as we build up uh, to State of Origin, although, as to be said, a fairly quiet day uh, yesterday, but there's a lot of other news going around as well. We'll also catch up with Matty Cox down in Melbourne in around about 15 minutes, get uh, some of the news happening there, and we'll have a chat about some of the NRL news as well. So plenty to get to. It's one past five. Welcome along to the show. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ring. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. On 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. On the back of the Nadal Djokovic match that is just about to get underway and we'll have a official French Open update for you a bit later on. No Brett Phillips this morning. He is working for Channel 9, but I'll bring you up to date with what's happened shortly. Uh, but on the back of the Djokovic and Nadal match, I want to know your greatest individual sporting rivalry. Now, we did uh, all-round team sporting rivalry about a month or so ago, but for your chance to win a Velveline T-shirt this morning, the greatest individual sporting rivalry. Now, it can be in a team sport because there's a lot of rivalries uh, one-on-one in a team sport, but like an Adele Djokovic, which is a huge rivalry in world sport. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, your greatest sporting rivalry, individual sporting rivalry. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, chance to win a Velveline T-shirt. As I say, that match between Djokovic and Nadal are getting underway in literally about one minute. So uh, we'll be across that on this show and also on breakfast. So uh, I'll get Get to your text call soon, 0457 736 736 1300 01 1170, your greatest individual sporting rivalry, plus anything else that is happening in sport at coming up to three past five. Uh, the situation with Paul Kent, uh, with Paul Kent, with Michael Maguire is uh, still floating around with Paul Kent believing uh, Michael Maguire is on shaky ground as the Tigers conduct a mid-season review after comments from the club chairman, Lee Hatchman, tell us. Now, he made those comments with Vossi and Brandy yesterday morning on 11.70 Breakfast and will actually play uh, those comments for you a bit later on in the show in around about uh, 25 minutes. Um, he worded it all very well, uh, Lee, but uh, the guys on NRL 360 in particular, uh, Paul Kent, uh, thinks Hatchapentelis has left the door ajar to sack Maguire at the conclusion of the mid-season 
review. Now, if you're a Tigers fan, and this has been bubbling along for most of the year, really, they, he was in trouble, we thought, uh, leading into that Eels game on Easter Monday before um, they got that win on Easter Monday, and then they won the weekend after as well, a field goal against uh, Luke Brooks. But uh, since then, have only won, I think, one of their games since then. And to be honest, they looked pretty good that first 15 or 20 minutes against South Sydney when they were leading 12-0 last Saturday night. Uh, they looked very good, looked very slick before South Sydney uh, ran over the top of them. Uh, if you're a Tigers fan, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. If Michael McGuire does go, who would you like there? Because you've also at the moment, and there's some news floating around about uh, the Bulldogs, which I'll get to in a second as well. But um, you've got the Bulldogs searching for a coach. Uh, as I said, some news floating around there. So you've got at least one club looking for a coach. And there's been all sorts of rumours about uh, potentially Michael Maguire might end up at the Bulldogs. But if you're a Tigers fan and uh, Michael Maguire does go, who would you like to see coach the Tigers, whether it be from now or at the end of this year? Or would you prefer Michael Maguire to stay? Well, I still think he's a pretty good coach, Michael Maguire, but um, rumours circulating. So I dare say that will keep going over the course of the next uh, week or so until a decision is made or until Michael Maguire is there for their next game. They've got the bye this weekend. So if you are a Tigers fan, do you want Michael Maguire to stay? If not, uh, who do you want there? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And greatest individual sporting rivalries as well this morning. Chance to win a Velveline t shirt. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Payne Haas has dropped another bombshell with the New South Wales Origin and Forster to stay at the Broncos. Um, quickly backflipping on his request last week for an immediate release. Now, it was revealed yesterday that Haas's management has advised Broncos hierarchy the controversial prop will be honouring his existing deal after crisis talks between the two parties in the past 24 hours. Effectively, the shock release request has been withdrawn. Now, Haas's contract expires at the end of 2024, and he will put contract talks on hold until the end of the season, closing the door on a brief and exclusive chapter in which Brisbane's number one player wanted out on the eve of last week's clash against the Titans. Now, Payne Haas could feasibly ask for another release at this season end, but the Broncos are confident they can deliver a culture that satisfies the prop's stated desire to win a premiership. Uh, and, of course, this will come as a relief for the Broncos' hierarchy. Um, interesting, though... Uh, he wanted the 22-year-old who's uh, their manager, his manager, Tyron Smith, uh, wanted the 22-year-old who's on $748,000 this year to be placed on a $1 million deal for the next season and 2024 before, before proposing a one-year, $1.2 million extension for 2025. So Haas, that is a resolution of sorts for a little while anyway. Uh, he'll be staying with the Broncos at least until the end of this year. He is on contract until the end of next year. Whether, though, he stays at the Broncos longer than that, uh, it'll be interesting to see. And maybe that does bring some other clubs who said they couldn't afford him for the remainder of this year or all of next year into the equation as well. Um, some news around today about the Roosters with Siwa 
uh, Takiyahu leaving the club at the end of this year. Um, they've got Jared Rui Hargraves, of course, uh, on contract for next year. But uh, let's just see where those dominoes fall at the moment. But at least for now, for the Broncos, good news. Uh, Payne Haas to remain at the Broncos. And maybe the crowd reaction uh, where they were booing him uh, for most of that game. I think every time he took a hit up in that game against the Titans on Friday night, at Suncorp Stadium, they were booing him. Uh, maybe they'll be a bit nicer to him, at least for the remainder of this year. But I still would think uh, there's more to come to that story. But at least uh, that has been sorted for the time being. 8 past 5, 0457, 736, 736, or 1300-01-1170. That match between Nadal and Djokovic has just started. Um, and it's still at nil-nil. Uh, love all uh, in that first set. Uh, Djokovic leading 40-30, but we'll keep you across that. And a bit later on after we speak uh, to Matty Cox, I'll give you a full French Open update of what has happened over the course of the past night. A couple of surprise results, and we'll be... Uh, fully across uh, this game all morning. Uh, asking for your greatest sporty individual sporting rivalry on 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736 on the back of this Dadell Djokovic match. Uh, no name to this text, but he says, well, she says, what about the lamest and boring sporting rivalry? Tomic and Kyrgios. Yes, I like that text. And we touched on it last week, didn't, didn't we? I think Bernard Tomic was saying that he wanted uh, to put down $2 million, so $1 million from his end and $1 million from Nick Kyrgios's end for a one-off match at some point. He didn't even really say when, but at some point um, to potentially prove who is the best out of Bernard Tomic or Nick Kyrgios. Um, I think it was last Wednesday or Thursday this story came out, and I think most people, I reckon about 99.9% of people, thought it was absolute rubbish. Um, Bernard Tomic who hasn't really been cited for many, many years. Now, Kyrgios, I think, on paper, uh, would definitely win that much. But let's hope it never happens, unless it's in a tournament. Uh, if it's in a tournament, that's fine. Uh, but would you watch it? $2 million, $1 million each? Uh, it's Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, but thank you for the text. Good uh, way to kick us off. The lamest sporting rivalry, uh, Tomic and Kyrgios. Keep them coming in. 0457 736 736 is the text number. You can call 1300 01 1170. Your greatest sporting rivalry, individual sporting rivalry, but it can be in a team sport for your chance to win a Velveline T-shirt. We're going to take a break. On the other side of this, we'll catch up with Matty Cox in Melbourne. It is good to have your company on this uh, Wednesday morning, this is Tradies News in a nutshell. Yeah, 14 and a half past five. We'll have a chat with Matty Cox in a, just a second. Asking your greatest individual sporting rivalries this morning. Chance to win a Velveline t-shirt. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 on the back of the Nadal Djokovic match, and which Nadal leads uh, one game to love. It is 14 past five. Dan Pettigrew, good morning to you. Morning, Maddie. That was the first song, I think, with words in it. So you really are <laughs> upgrading. And I thought I'd just let it roll just yes. a little bit longer just to uh, give the nice dropout points. So uh, Very good thinking. 
all timing, which is surprising given that there's no coffee currently in the studio. Oh dear. Uh, how's your week been? Uh, very good, uh, Matty. A lot of sport going on and now only a week until Origin 1 here in Sydney. It's uh, it's always an intriguing time. We down south mm. or in the footy states, the AFL states, I should say, we, we always get a little bit nostalgic around this time of year and reflect on what we had mm. back in the day when Victoria would take on South Australia and Western Australia and some of the battles in the 80s and 90s in particular that come to mind for many. And the fact that we no longer have that as part of our game for a variety of reasons, we always look on, I think, with a little bit of jealousy when this time of year rolls around in the NRL. Yeah, it's a, it's a great event. It's the showpiece of the season. Um, obviously, it, it does take away, and Vossi made mention this on the breakfast show last week, it does take away from the NRL season for about six weeks because you do have players out, you've got buys, and then you've got four games this weekend, and all those players involved in State of Origin won't be participating in the NRL uh, this weekend, which is disappointing, but I don't think it's ever going to be moved to another night, and I think we may have discussed this in recent weeks. So I think... Uh, it's just going to be. It's going to be another great series as well. New South Wales won it last year. They've made some controversial selections um, over. Well, when the team was named on Sunday, which has been spoken about over the last forty-eight hours. But uh, I think these two teams are pretty evenly matched. New South Wales probably with the slight edge, but uh, the build-up is just going to continue uh, over the next week before you'd imagine a pretty big sold-out uh, crowd out there at uh, a core stadium out at Homebush. I think. I'm right in saying um, the first origin there uh, since 2019, considering uh, the COVID pandemic, which has obviously been going on. So uh, you'd expect almost a sellout crowd uh, there next Wednesday night. Yeah, almost a bit of a, a homecoming of <laughs> sorts, you you could mm. argue. What about one of our own, Billy Slater? He's mm. taken the reins of Queensland. What's the press been like around the build-up for that position for him, given it's his first time in charge, it was received relatively positive when uh, when it was first announced. But now that we're getting closer to the first game, what's the press been like around Billy Slater? I think he'll go well. He's got uh, Cameron Smith with him as well as Jonathan Thurston. Um, never coached before, we know that. Um, so there's obviously that sort of question mark on him. But uh, you listen to him in commentary or even in, in interviews when he used to play, he knows a lot about the game. I don't think he'll have any issues. And as I say, he's got a really good team around him. It's not just uh, him. So I think he'll be a really good addition to the Queensland team as a, the coach. I think he'll bring... You see Brad Fittler with New South Wales. He brings basically old New South Wales legends uh, with him. Obviously, uh, some of them or all of them with coaching experience and know the game very well. But uh, I think Billy Slater adopting that method and him and Cameron Smith and Jonathan Thurston all together, plus uh, other people involved in the coaching staff. I think it's a, yeah, I think it's a really good fit for Queensland. And I think this series, I know some people think New South Wales is just going to walk all over them, but I think this series is going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. And there'll be a bit of pride that needs restoring from the Queensland side of mm. things as well, given the the games were played in their part of the in their neck of the woods last year, and they didn't quite get the chocolates. Yeah, exactly. Any chance of AF uh, State of Origin returning in the AFL world, or you think it's gone for good? I think it's pretty much gone. Mm. I I don't see it ever returning as part of our landscape. I think the competitions progressed 
too far down the elite professional club path to bring it back. And I don't think there's a, a desire or a strong desire from club land to, to have it. I mean, the, the emotional element, I think, will always be there and that romanticism about potentially bringing it back. We got something similar a couple of years mm. ago for the bushfire relief. I think that's the kind of game that if we ever do see it back in the AFL landscape, it'll be more of that exhibition style Victoria against all-star sort of component. But I don't see it coming back as a yearly series, at least in the short to medium term. No, no, I think it's a very important part of the NRL season. Now there's some club reviews going on in both the NRL and the AFL. Yes, the uh, the Essendon Footy Club, they've dominated the headlines, well, for most of the year given their poor record. But the president came out earlier in the week and they're going to be conducting a comprehensive review of the football department, the mm. operations there, and also um, looking at the drafting and recruiting department as well in preparations for a, a, a solid draft hand at the end of the year, given the position that they find themselves in on the ladder. But the concerns that it then raises is the pressure that it puts, puts on the existing staff and particularly the coaches. Mm. We've seen reviews in the past here in the AFL where there's been quite a lot of blood that's been shed. So I think there's a an element of anxiousness around this review and what it exactly entails. I don't know what it's like, though, for the West Tigers, because they seem to be in an even stickier situation than what the Bombers find themselves in. Yeah, Michael Maguire, the coach, uh, has been under pressure for most of the year. He um, saved himself a bit at the club, saved him when they won those two games back-to-back about uh, six or so weeks ago. But uh, now another review, uh, Lee hatchman Tellis, the West Tigers chairman, was on with Avossi and Brandy uh, the other day, well, yesterday morning, and he uh, said he wasn't going anywhere right now, but it, it wasn't uh, that convincing. So, look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Maguire does leave. But by the same token, I, I said earlier on my show, I think he's still a very good coach. So it's a bit of a risk to get rid of uh, Maguire. But the Tigers have only won three games this season. Uh, and they they were good last week against Souths for about 15 or 20 minutes, but then uh, got beaten, I think it was 44 points to 18 at the end of the day. So they've got to start winning. And unfortunately, as we've seen before in both the NRL and the AFL and other sports, it is the coach that is the first to go, not uh, the players. So it's going to be intriguing to see if Michael Maguire does stay as coach of the West Tigers for uh, the remainder of the year or if they do find an interim coach or a new coach. It's yeah going to be an interesting week or so, I think, for Tigers fans as we wait and see what happens with Michael Maguire. Do you think it's more of a, a cover for the decision that they make? Because I, I get the impression that the Essendon one is more of a a temperature check of the football club, not necessarily looking mm. to change personnel as such, whereas from what you've just said, it looks as though that the, the turnover aspect for the West Tigers might be more prominent. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I, look, I'm not entirely sure if they really know one way or another yet what they want to do. Obviously, there is uh, stuff going on behind the scenes at the club that we don't uh, know about, but everyone still rates him, as I said, as a really good coach. So uh, it's going to be a big risk if they let go of him, unless they are to bring in an experienced coach. And uh, as I mentioned, the Bulldogs are still out looking for a coach at the moment, and there's been a few rumours circulating that uh, Maguire might even end up at the Bulldogs uh, for next season. So I think there's a lot more to play uh, out in this story, not just from a Tigers point of view, but from a Bulldog 
Bulldogs' point of view uh, over the course of maybe not just the next week, Matty, potentially over the next couple of months until all that is set in stone for next year. A little bit of turbulence on the horizon, you would be suggesting there, Dan. The weekend ahead from a footy perspective, an on-field perspective, what's the NRL got to install given that, as you alluded earlier, there's only a handful of games? Yeah, only four games uh, this weekend. Uh, the Panthers-Bulldogs game might be interesting considering the Panthers have about eight out. But I think the pick of the game still this weekend is Raiders, Roosters in Canberra on Sunday afternoon. Uh, the Roosters played probably their best football of the season uh, last week against the Cronulla Sharks and the Raiders uh, they lost the Eels in what was a very close and entertaining game but before that had won three in a row it's down in Canberra the Roosters and the Raiders without some of the big names so uh, very evenly matched uh, this weekend so I think on paper that's definitely uh, the pick of the games what about in the AFL? Well, we've only got six games down here as well. When I say down here, I hope you understand what that <laughs> yes, means or implies. <laughs> but so, because our buys start this weekend as well. So we've mm. got, what's that, six teams that have got the weekend off. The, the pick of the games, I'm, I'm curious to see how Melbourne responds. They, their 17-match winning streak came to a close against the Dockers last weekend. And they faced the Sydney Swans, who... I think we're searching to see where they are at in the scheme of things. They've been a little bit hot and cold at at various stages of the season, so I'm curious to see what they bring against the Ds on Saturday night at the MCG. That should be a ripper from uh, the weekend of footy's perspective here in Melbourne for round 12. Yeah, looking forward to it, Matty. Another big weekend, and we'll chat again next week. We will indeed. Yeah, Matty Cox there, host of Tradies News in a nutshell in Melbourne. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And we will uh, have another chat with him again next Wednesday morning. Asking uh, your biggest sporting, individual sporting rivalry this morning on the back of the Nadal-Djokovic match, which we'll update you on in just a second. Yeovil Truman's been in touch saying, Hi, Dan. Arguably the greatest individual sporting rivalry is also in the world of tennis with Chris Everett and Martina Navratilova. They met 80 times with a 43-37 to record for Navratilova. In comparison, Nadal and Djokovic are meeting for the 59th time this morning, Federer and Djokovic have met 50 times, with Nadal and Federer meeting 40 times. Thank you, uh, Yeovil Treatment, for that text. Keep them coming in, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 for your chance to win a Velveline T-shirt this morning. Now, on that match, and let's do an official French open update. Thanks to B-Solar, let the sun pay for your electricity. Visit B.Solar to learn more. Uh, That match underway, and Nadal has got the better of it early on. Uh, He has already broken uh, Djokovic. He leads uh, 2-1 in the first set. Uh, Already 22 minutes played, and we're only at 2-1, so could be a very long match. I still remember I mentioned it yesterday, but... Uh, that match between Djokovic and Nadal in the 2012 Australian Open final, they went for about five hours and 51 minutes. I don't know if this one's going to go uh, that long, but early days, Nadal leading 2-1 in the first set. And Nadal serving at the moment at 15 all. Meanwhile, um, uh, Zverev uh, won as well earlier on today against uh, Carlos Alcaraz. It was a close match, 6-4, 6-4, and then went to a tiebreaker in the last set uh, before he won that uh, 9-7 in the tiebreaker. So he is through to the semifinals. And in the women's uh, side of things, Coco Goff, uh, 
beat Sloane Stevens 7-5-6-2. 7-5-6-2 there. Uh, so that is what is happening there. Uh, Schwartek, Iga Schwartek, the number one seed, uh, she'll be in action tonight at around about 9-15. Uh, so that is what's happening in terms of the French Open. Brett Phillips hopefully back with us tomorrow. Djokovic uh, and Nadal on court. As I say, Nadal 2-1 in that first set. That is a French Open update. Thanks to B-Solar. Let the sun pay for your electricity. Visit b.solar to learn more. 27 past five, just before a break, the Roosters have confirmed star forward Sasiwa Takiaho uh, will depart the club at the end of the season to take up a deal with Catalan's Dragons in the Super League. The Sydney Roosters have today announced that Takiaho will be departing the club at the conclusion of the 2022 NRL season. The club said in a statement, Takiaho will be leaving the Roosters to take up a two-year opportunity with French Super League uh, club Catalan's Dragons. Um, and Takiyahu said, the Sydney Roosters have been my home for almost 10 years. I love the club and the people in it. There have been some special times and I'm looking forward to creating many more memories during the rest of the season. So, uh, yeah, Takiyahu, who's been a very underrated player, I reckon, for many years at the Roosters, will finish up there at the end of this season uh, before he heads to uh, the Catalans Dragons in France. Uh, Another text, Greenkeeping Rooster has been in touch this morning about great individual sporting rivalries. Morning to you, Greenkeeping Rooster. Hi, Dan. I have a couple of individual rivalries for you. Bjorn Borg versus John McEnroe and Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson, the Greenkeeping Rooster. Yeah, Borg and McEnroe slightly before uh, my time, but the stories I hear about uh, John McEnroe, both of those players, but John McEnroe in particular, uh, such a brilliant player. And Tiger Woods, yes, Phil Mickelson uh, and that uh, Tiger Woods, maybe arguably the greatest golfer of all time. And Phil Mickelson definitely up there as well. Thank you for that text, Green Keeping Rooster. Keep them coming in. Greatest individual sporting rivalries, 0457736736. If you did see as Green Keeping Rooster, uh, mentioned that uh, Beyond Borg and John McEnroe rivalry uh, firsthand. I'd love to hear more about it. 0457 736 736. Thanks for your text. Or 1300 01 1170. A chance to win a Valvoline t shirt. We'll take a break. Come back with more. It's coming up to 5 30. Yeah, good to have your company. Uh, it is five and a half to six. A few texts here from Gaza saying hello. What about Marvin Hagler, Roberto Duran, and Sugar Ray Leonard? I think there was another one too in terms of great sporting rivalry. Thank you, uh, Gazza. Um, Junior Smithy says, Morning, Dan. Some great individual rivalries. Nancy Carrigan versus Tonya Harding. Ali versus Frazier. And Pete Sampras versus Andre Agassi. Yes, I remember that when I was younger. It was fantastic. And also, Yeovil Treeman saying, The Borg and McEnroe rivalry was as much about the contrasting styles and personalities. The Iceman Borg against the fire of McEnroe. Thank you uh, very much for all those texts. I think I'll give the Velveline T-shirt to Gazza uh, this morning for his his text, but thank you for all your texts. Uh, another chance to win one tomorrow morning. And Eric, I saw your text as well. I'll be in touch with you a little later on. Fossey and James Magnuson, 31170 uh, Sydney to take you through the breakfast show. Uh, through 1620 Gold Coast and SENQ, uh, Luke Hodge, Cam Smith and Tom Gilbert, all a part of the show with Pat and Hill. So uh, two big breakfast shows are coming your way. Thanks to your company today in uh, the tennis. Nadal is playing Djokovic. They'll have you updated through the breakfast show with that and I'll catch you tomorrow morning at 5am. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves you know. 
Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.